Cool. Well, cheers for joining me, James. Thanks very much for having me. No problem. I mean, you joined Motorsport Network January. I did. So indeed, you're, yeah. you're yet to see an actual Formula One race. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very peculiar. Yeah, for, for five more than five months in, and and nothing. So yeah, it's been a, it's been certainly been an experience. But I'm looking forward to the to the season starting at the start of July. So I imagine you had kind of grand plans in that kind of January February time with you know race, especially the Formula One supposed to kick in 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 March. All the other kind of you know there's still other motorsport always happening around the world. But it's kind of, you know, we look back a little bit in terms of that initial period of lockdown, you know, what happens and what those conversations like in March when things were obviously starting to get cancelled and things were changing? Uh, Yeah, it was was interesting. I mean, I think, yeah, we had actually January and February were fine because they're always the kind of the lull in traffic and for the website, so autosport, motorsport.com and also GP update in um in in the Netherlands and, and Motorsport Total in Germany plus plus the magazines as well and there's always the kind of drop off um, and then we had there was there was a start of of a few coronavirus issues in in China but we had testing in Barcelona which I went over to which was amazing and yeah you kind of have these grand plans and then as you say yeah things kind of start dropping off the radar and you. Uh, it starts to become. I mean, I think to, to be fair, the sport is is the least of anyone's as worries mm. at that point. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was more of a an HR role at that at that stage, making sure that everyone we could plan that they could work from home. I mean, producing a magazine from home from people's homes is very difficult, so we had to get the the infrastructure in place for that. Um, test everything out, make sure people were, were healthy and and that kind of thing, and. Um, yeah, uh, and and then I think we've been we've been kind of kicking on from there. Obviously, we we had to put Autosport magazine on on a, on a pause, so that was that was difficult. Um, and then yeah, I guess then since then we've been. I had obviously had grand plans around the season, but what this has been is a really really good opportunity to kind of implement a few bits of strategic um, practices and changes that I would want to have done anyway, which would have been difficult with the with the season underway. So. Um, from that point of view, it's it's we've used it as an opportunity, I guess. Yeah, I mean, how have you had to adapt, especially editorially? You know, you you've not got races to cover, you've not got access as easily to people on the ground. So, you know, what did you first start to look at as ones we can like? You know, because you've got to keep the website going, you've got to keep content going over, and the magazine might have been put on pause, but they still need the website traffic. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think it started up a lot of the traffic was, was keeping the traffic numbers were keeping fairly, fairly steady because of, you know, you had the Australian Grand Prix cancelled and then all the cancellations snowballed from there. Um, and I think that was fine for a while. I think really, um, we then needed to work on what, what the strategy was through this period. First of all, we didn't know how long this period was going to be. Um, so there's kind of historical content, long form stuff. Obviously, we've got great contacts in the paddock anyway. So um, we have we've spent a lot of time with you know with people like Jean Todd, Cyril um, like lots of lots of Toto Wolf. So we've had we've had interviews and things like that happening. 
Has that been quite a nice bit in the fact that there's just people sitting around with nothing to do almost that you can, yes, it's a Zoom chat or it's a Skype chat rather than in person, but potentially you've got more access than ever. Yeah, no, most certainly. I think there's obviously as part of that, there's when people are sitting around, they would also, a lot of them have been doing, a lot of the drivers have been doing esports. So, um, yeah, you mean the likes of Lando Norris and Charles Leclerc are really spending a lot of their time on their rigs at home. And so um, I think talking to them about that as well. So it's been really nice to kind of take a step back. We've done a series called Thinking Forward, which um, James Allen has presented. And that's been with all these kind of luminaries of the sport um, and talk, just talking to them about what this kind of period means and then what, what it will mean for for Formula One particularly, but also wider motorsport for, for the next few years. And that, yeah, that's been really interesting. But I think what, what has been interesting is that <clears throat> I think this, this period has been an interesting leveler because after a while, all like the USP of, uh, of motorsport network would be, you know, uh, where we are in the, in the paddock, how many people know us, um, how many people want to talk to the big brands like motorsport.com and autosport. And, and if, if the need, like the, the new story type and the interview things around races is taken away, there's a, it's a leveler across all of all kind of, and, and, and obviously being at the race and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people who are, you know, reporting from offices or from, you know, their one man bands from their homes and it's kind of a leveler. And at some point, all this historical content kind of merges into one. Um, and what has happened, we've noticed, is that when the news story has broken, that's when everyone comes to us as a trusted news source. Um, that everyone uh, just got, well, like when when uh, Vettel's contract was not renewed at Ferrari, mm. just we, the traffic went crazy. So we are a trusted brand which people go to for that sort of news thing. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's been interesting, and then it's work. It's trying to find the new normal in terms of editorial cadence, what we're working through, and you know, but also working to fix things that that we we could do better, um, ready for the season. So you know, tech stuff, um, you know, editorial strategy, that kind of thing. So yeah, it's been really interesting. Yeah, I mean, going back, you mentioned esports, which is. Obviously, a huge thing at the moment. I mean, I went. I've been interested in it for the last few years, and went over to one of the F1 Pro Series events at Gfinity end of last year. It's obviously filled a massive gap, and <coughs> the likes of Veloce doing the kind of not the Bahrain Grand Prix, for example, and not the Oz Grand Prix, and turning that around so quickly, and then Formula One themselves kind of stepping up to the stepping up to the plate and bringing their plans forward. How was that? sat within what you're doing i mean have you taken a, a bigger interest in what's happening in esports and is the audience that would normally be interested in formula one or uh, moto gp also kind of using that as a as a filler yeah most certainly i mean it's really interesting so yeah i mean we have we have motorsport games um so we're we're running the uh virtual le mans 24 this weekend um or last weekend, depending on when this goes out. So uh, <laughs> this will be on yeah, Monday, uh, so we've just gone past. But that's going to be a massive gone. challenge. How you do a, a twenty-four hour esports with uh, without any technical issues? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I think the guys running that have done an incredible job. The testing's gone well, but but yeah, I mean, that is 
you know, we've got we've got Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, uh, Jensen Button, like but huge names taking part in this race. Um, Charles Leclerc and um, from and Ferrari have got team two teams, in fact, along with the sim drivers. So yeah, it's 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 the biggest esports race ever that that we're running, and so. I think we, we've done. We we did some work with with Veloce. We've we've partnered with with WEC on a few other things. We've got Race of Champions coming up. So it, and it's yeah, it's it's trying to provide the kind of media to drive to to those to those events. Um, it I, I guess the real question is um, one that we're we're kind of working through at the moment is is w- what is an esports audience and what are f- motorsport fans coming to check on their favorite what their favorite drivers are doing when there's no racing happening mm. so i think only time will tell on that um do you think that, do you think that people will once a formula one and etc restarts do you think east where do you think esports is going to fit in there is it just going to kind of go back to where it was or do you think it can maintain a, a higher level within motorsport i think it can definitely maintain a higher level um it won't be as high as it is now um, because, yeah, inevitably, uh, the the for the for the for the Le Mans Dutch site, the traffic goes anything that Max Verstappen does goes crazy. So that's it's very clear that that's because he's doing it. But I think a lot of these drivers, a lot of the drivers have really enjoyed doing doing sim racing. They do it a lot for training anyway, and so they may as well compete doing it. Um, and in terms of audience, that when they're when the Formula One certainly drivers are, are taking part, and the Formula E drivers, um, people will watch. So I think, and also I think there's a lot of lot of viewers or or users have, have have enjoyed watching it, and they will stay. A lot of them won't, but I think it will be a net gain um, when even when the when the season comes back. And I think if they if the people, including us, um, who are putting on these events, are clever and I think this season will be quite difficult, obviously, because there's a lot of back-to-back Formula One week week on week. But I think when they're every other week, and you can put races on in between, uh, esports races on in between, I think it, it could there could be quite a nice cadence there for for motor racing fans. Yeah, and it's one of the few that's got such a kind of crossover. Yes, you do need a massive rig, ideally, to be able to play it to the proper standard. Um, but there is a kind of massive crossover, and we've seen that over recent years, rather than a, a FIFA which, you know, has no crossover whatsoever. So it's, there's definitely a kind of closer link in with there. And I think esports is, uh, the uh, sim racing side, I definitely think has got an area to grow. Do you think you, you can see a, a dedicated motorsport esports section or complete separate Yeah, most certainly. most certainly. Yeah, yeah. No, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I mean, we have we have the ability to put races on, but we're also putting out, games like NASCAR heat. So we're producing those games for NASCAR. So I think, uh, uh, as motorsport games, our remit is very, is very wide and varied. So we'll definitely be there as a, as a production, um, hub, but also producing games and from a media point of view, we'll be reporting on it. So for sure. Yeah. And, but again, whether that's part of, of our racing output or whether that's a completely separate, um, entity, only, only time will tell, but there's the audience is there for sure. Yeah. And we've, you know, from the start of July, we've got Formula One coming back and more motorsports coming back, but it's not going to be in the same capacity as it's, as it's not going to automatically go back to the same as it was last season. 
what challenges have you got kind of trying to cover these back-to-back races where you've not necessarily got people on on sites you've not got the same access to people how are you planning for for these kind of big races now yeah i mean there's still the, the planning is still kind of ongoing we've had we've had nascar start um so our nascar correspondent jim has been at, at those races so it's good to get him on the ground to kind of work out what the new the new normal is over there um there's a, obviously there's a lot in terms of time there's a lot of testing going on um you you get your temperature checked um every uh, every day for the for the nascar obviously it's a two-day event so there's a lot of testing going on there um so and that's gone okay um i think from our point of view get because of our stature getting we get someone into that race which is good there's not been many journalists allowed same with indycar that which is which is starting up um in terms of formula one i think uh, i've got some conversations with formula one and the fia um because it's in, like how do you how do you go days. how do you get through the you know the quarantine issues when you've got kind of races in different countries and you know someone goes out they're gonna have to come back and sit in 14 days quarantine when they come back yeah no for sure and i, I mean i think that the first the first conversation is around austria so that's that's obviously back to back um and it sounds like there will be an almost almost a bubble there so you can't get in and out you kind of it's all you, everyone just stays there looks like there'll be very limited media allowed um probably news agencies which makes sense because they'll be syndicating content to everyone um I'm working to see if we can get some some people in there, which would be great. We have people in Austria, which helps that might help that situation. And then there's a conversation about whether Hungary will be part of that as a kind of three week bubble. So they just move from Austria to Hungary. <clears throat> then you have to talk about, you know, people within your business who can stay away from, from home, from family for three weeks. So that changes the dynamic of who goes, uh, also who the FIA want there. Uh, and then, yeah, you've got from a both a, from a media and a team's point of view, you've got a two-week gap between Hungary and and the two British Grand Prix at Silverstone. So, and there has to be that quarantine. So, from from our point of view, it's a logistical question of getting our guys out of Hungary quick enough to get back to serve the fourteen days quarantine. I'm hoping that the government will relax that to ten days, which will make it a lot easier. But there, there's been no announcement on that yet. So. Yeah, it's just work. I, I think at the moment we're just working up to to the end of the the second British Grand Prix, um, and then we can look at Spain and Italy and wherever else um, after that kind of process, and we know a little bit more about what's going on, I guess. But yeah, again, it's it's one of those things where certainly for the first Austrian Grand Prix, I think we all like you really want to try and you know see what's happening, and the users want to see what's happening, and then. It's just trying to get as much insight from that as possible. Because when we wrote about the first NASCAR race, the the interest was huge on that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see, you know, anything. You, you see the German football come back and they're, you know, getting ready, ready record audiences and record interest. I think it's going to be the same with any sport that comes back. That initial kind of spike in interest is going to be huge. And it's, 
the other thing with the way you work, are you changing the way you work as well to try and better utilize people? And, you know, what have you learned from using new technologies? I think you said you implemented some more changes that you wanted to anyway, and it's given you that period to do so. What kind of things have you been doing? Yeah, I think a lot of it has been um, kind of, I was at, I was at goal before, before this, as, as you, as you know, um, and there's a lot of uh, interesting kind of things we did around SEO there, which I'm, I'm, implementing uh in this role i think uh there's a lot of yeah i think just some you know you don't want to give away too many trade secrets <laughs> but i think there's a there's a, there were some technology te- technology changes that needed to be made certainly um i've brought in uh jess mcfadden who's who's a, a director of digital strategy um she was at wtf1 before so she's coming to to kind of um, move the needle on social and uh, and also video. Um, so I think we've we started doing live video podcasts uh, on Zoom. Um, she's been she's been in some of those as well, uh, and 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 just trying to start to move motorsport coverage on a little bit. Where we'll be doing some training with with the guys on the ground about um, you know using gimbals and properly um, broadcasting on social media rather than having to you know, record it on their phones, send it back to base, get it edited, get uh, graphics put on it. Trying to, trying to uh, speed that whole process up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, and I think, yeah, there's just, it's just making more kind of use of the, of the people we've got and making use of the network we've got, you know. We get a lot of access. I've mentioned Max Verstappen. We get a lot of access to him through, through the Netherlands. So it's using that for the whole network. Vettel through Germany for the whole network, Hamilton through Autosport for the network. So it's just trying to make sure that those kind of communication channels are are working as well as they can um, and just to kind of utilise the scale, really. Um, and then implementing just, you know, new technology. So we'll be launching a um, kind of a, a reading button from the from all the uh, article pages. So, you know, you can just press play and listen to it while you're working rather than having to read it and that kind of thing. So just small kind of incremental changes to make the content um, a lot easier, speeding up the site, that kind of thing. Just uh, it's a lot of small things that make a big difference. Marginal gains, I guess Dave Browse would call it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you see that as kind of part of a longer term investment? Because I'm quite interested in where publishers are kind of seeing where the future is and where they can need to take it on to go to the next level you know if, if the way the motorsport is going to for example is going to change the the money that comes in you know through advertising and the way that people are making money through this publishers is going to change because you know if we're going to go through this big recession that everyone's anticipating we're kind of seeing the start of then that money's not going to be the same at all no, no, and I think you've got to be, um, you've got to kind of, I know it's a buzzword at the moment, but you've got to be agile. So, I mean, we have we have a subscription model for Autosport with Autosport Plus and, and the magazine. We've got um, GP Racing magazine, um, which is obviously a subscription. Um, and then we'll, we have uh, Motorsport Prime in, in the US. Um, so it's a kind of hybrid model around subscription and advertising revenue, which... And the subscriptions have stayed fairly fairly steady, um, so I'm not, not we're not too concerned about that. I think. Yeah, I was going to just... ask about subscriptions because you know you get some. There's been stories 
that you know there's a couple of subscription-based publishers who have handed back furlough money because their subscriptions just shot up at the start of lockdown because people suddenly had more time and wanted to access all these different things and find out what was going on but i yeah. suppose with motorsport it's slightly different because you know where a news news site would have more to write about motorsport you've got less to write about yeah we've got less to write about but i do but there's obviously been the news side of it and the traffic the traffic's been okay I, I think what actually if you compare it to say a football site um the football site stopped in the middle of the season, whereas I think in terms of <clears throat> the way that the chronology worked, it was slightly unlucky because um, obviously the season finished and a lot of our subscribers subscribed for a year for the Formula One season. So it finishes in January, February, January, February time, I guess, uh, maybe March. And then at that point, obviously, they weren't going to renew because they didn't know whether there was going to be a season. So there's been, there was a little bit of dropout there. But aside from people who their contracts naturally came to an end, we haven't had anyone else really at all um, dropping out. So I think, I think certainly with um, yeah with the with the website and with um, with GP Racing, I think we've done a a decent job in retaining retaining people who you know who want want stuff to do and want stuff to listen to and read during this period. And we're trying to add, we try to add more. Kind of video content to our, you know, YouTube, motorsport TV, um, like IGTV platforms to to keep that keep that going. Um, a few more interactive things, quizzes, and you know, sheets for kids to colour in of Formula One cars and that kind of thing. So, I think the engagement stayed there, and and, and our and our readers are really loyal, and they've stayed with us. Cool. And just to finish off with, you know, we're looking at the new normal which is a horrendous yeah. phrase that I think every time ought to have that around it. But um, what do you think is the new normal going to look like for, you know, going forward for Motorsport Network and the way you're covering things? What are you going to take from the lockdown that's going to carry on forward? Um, I, think, I think it's shown that um, there, is, there is kind of an, an interest in, a growing interest in the, the kind of, in our writers, um, I think it's something that hasn't potentially happened so much in motorsport in the past. Um, the the kind of personality of, of journalists that that we haven't haven't had in the past in motorsport. I think that's that's ha- that's we're growing. We're we're being able to grow that. So people are tuning in to to watch Jess and Luke Smith do their video podcast, and people want to hear from John Noble and you know and, and James Allen, and people want to look at. Um, Giorgio Piola's drawings and that kind of thing. So I think that side of it is something we, we've really learned and really focused on. And there's there's just been, you know, I think it's been a great opportunity for for everyone within the business, myself included, to you know, to have to kind of skill up and get ready and have, take a time to take a breath and see see what's going on. It's really difficult to actually predict what the new normal will be because sorry, new normal will be because um, because we don't know there'll be there's obviously these block of three to five races where there'll be minimal journalists. Then there'll probably be a few more after that. We don't know what the season outside of Europe's going to be, what the access is going to be. And it could be that by the time we get to December, um, it, we are, it's not a new normal. It's just normal um, in terms of, in terms of race cadence and how that works. Um, but I think what we will definitely do is we've taken a lot about the delivery of content 
um, what users want, taking time to look at data, um, and making sure that you know it's a it's a quite a cliche in in media these days, but the kind of three sixty storytelling. So you know if if Vettel is released from his contract or the Australian Grand Prix is cancelled or Ricardo signs for McLaren, you, you you do a podcast, you do a video, you do a story, you know, you make sure that the social, all of that is, I think, sometimes it's just you don't have time to to take stock and stop. Um, and I think I think we've really done that. And I think the guys are kind of more ready than ever to to get their teeth into the season. Cool. Thank you very much for your time, James. I'll let you get back to your preparation for for the new season. Thanks very much. Um, Enjoy your first Formula One race.